안녕하세요. I'm Grace. I'm Sarah. We're Asian K-drama fans who love to ask and hopefully find answers to all of our and your Asian drama questions. We cover everything from silly topics to sensitive and serious issues that come up as we binge. We'll also share some Korean and Chinese language tips as well as our experiences as diaspora Asians living in the UK and US. Join us as we delve into the details and context of the dramas we all love. Hi everyone! Welcome to the final part of our monster three-part year-end review with Patreon guests. Uh, for our next two Patreon guests, I'm actually going to be flying solo, um, mainly because of scheduling reasons. It was really difficult during this kind of holiday period to squeeze in time um, in the very small window that Grace and I generally have to record with each other uh, and then add a third guest to it. So um, we've missed you, Grace, but hopefully you guys will enjoy uh, our chats with uh, both Heather and Tanya. And first off, we've got to have a chat with Tanya who I was lucky enough. I've, we've met in real life. Yeah, Tanya yes. came to Cambridge. Hi, Tanya. Hi, hi, everyone. That was really, really nice. We had a great time talking about our dramas over yes. the summer. Dramas and knitting, because we share dramas like two, two, two passions, don't we? Both drama exactly. and, and, and the and they go so well together. I was just before we were just recording, I was just telling Tanya about my um my wrists have been hurting because I've been maybe knitting a bit too much and being on my phone a bit too much and typing a little bit too much. So my wrists were a bit mm, not great. And honestly, like watching K dramas without knitting or crochet was just like what what do I do with my hands? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I understand you completely. It's not the same. It's not the same. <laughs> Not the same. In fact, after a while, I was watching one going like, this just doesn't feel, I'm going to go read a book because I'm not <laughs> feeling this K-drama without knitting thing. I and understand. I ended up eating. I ended up eating. So that was like, it was something else to do with my hands. I was just like, I'm going to eat instead. And I was like, this is, this is all just really bad for me. <laughs> yes, I agree. <laughs> uh, so Tanya, do you want to come and just tell us a little bit about yourself, where you are and um, perhaps how you got into K-dramas? Yes, sure. Um, so hi, everyone. My name is Tanya. Um, I'm Portuguese, um, currently living in, in Germany. Um, but actually, my family background is Chinese. So, uh, But strangely enough, um, we, I never grew up watching Asian dramas. So this is a very recent thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say my first K-drama uh, um, is one I, I rarely see mentioned, I guess, because it's doesn't have any romance um, yeah so it's one uh, called uh, Stranger or I think also ah. known as Forest of Secrets right and it's like a, a thriller mystery uh, k-drama yeah uh, I think it was out in let me see my notes in 2017 I watched it maybe in 2019 I think a little bit before the the, the pandemic yeah, yeah. And this was because at the time I watched a lot of mystery thriller dramas. So mostly like right. the Scandinavian kind of dramas oh, or British crime dramas. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. So and then Netflix recommended this to me, you know, oh. and I said, okay, why not? Let's, let's watch this. <laughs> yeah. And um, it stars uh, Bei Duna and uh, Cho Sung Woo. Yeah. And mm. this, um, and he plays a public prosecutor 
right. who, um, if I remember correctly, as a child, he, he underwent like a brain surgery. Um, I'm not sure if it was due to epilepsy or something. I don't remember the details. But as right. a result, he lacks any kind of emotion. So he, he, he's emotionally detached. Yeah. Okay, and right. he's a public prosecutor. And she is a police officer. And together, they work together to, you know, solve a, a murder mystery and then a, a corruption case. Yeah. Oh. And I loved it. It was a really good drama, my first K-drama ever. And I liked it so much that then I, there was a season two and I watched yeah. it immediately. Yeah. Right, right. And then, yeah. And then, of course, pandemic. And then I watched Crash Landing on You like everyone else. And that, that was it. <laughs> yeah. And then I never looked back. Oh, hey, but I like I like that your first K drama is uh, it, it makes a difference when it's not Chloe because I think we're all like the gr- yes, the graduate but... like we're the graduate class of Chloe. <laughs> but yeah, so it's good. Also, it's got I just looked it up. It's got Shin Hei Sun as well. Uh, yes. In it. Um, yeah. Yes. Oh, cool. It's a very very good one. If if you have not seen it, yeah, I. I will put it on my, I think I did have it kind of on my watch list. There's this one and then Signal as well, because um, I do really like crime dramas, actually. So, yeah, I will definitely, definitely add onto the list. So our other intro question we generally ask our uh, guests um, is five dramas to know you, to get to know you. So um, I think we've already explained it's not meant to be your favourite ones or like your top five. It's just meant to be like representative of your tastes and kind of who you are. Yeah, actually, I thought about this as my top five. <laughs> oh, okay. And my 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 top, top number one drama, I think it still is uh, Reply 1988. Yes. Yeah, I love family dramas. I, I mean, mm. they are one of my favorite genres. And this one is, for me, it, it hit me emotionally, you know, all the feelings uh, that there are. I cried a lot during this drama. Um, so all the characters, I think, were amazing, you know. Uh, so this was a drama that I, I always get back to it, even if I just watch a little bits of it, not, not the full yeah. drama again, but just one yeah. episode here and there. Um, it's like a total comfort drama for me. So it's still my favorite K-drama <laughs> of all time. <laughs> Uh, Agile dramas I really enjoy that are favorites of mine. I would say Our Beloved Summer. This was, Mm -hmm. you know, really angsty, second chance romance. Uh, It's one of the things that I really like. Uh, Also, Healer, I think. I think this is a favorite for for many of us uh, because it's like mystery, action, uh, you know, romance, uh, even though it's an older drama. uh, Mm -hmm. But it, it for me it's just one of those perfect dramas that has everything yeah it does yeah I agree they haven't really had there isn't there aren't many comps good comps for healer I find like you no. know if someone finishes yeah. healer and goes right I want one like that I'm just like mm, I can give you some action and I can give you some romance and I can give you some kind of thriller stuff I don't know that I can give you like all three in one go with yeah no, that this was for me, and and one of the best also soundtracks uh, ever. Oh. So it it really does have everything, yeah. It does, yeah. Uh, so it is it is difficult to find a, 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 another drama similar to that one. Um, and then I had uh, on my list actually two two of the dramas of this year, but maybe I will not mention this because we will talk about them later. But right. another drama uh, that I really really like is Our Blues. I, I actually mm. watched that much after uh, it was aired. But it was also a drama. So I, li- I really like these, you know, family uh, dramas, I think. Yeah. yeah, slice of life. These are my kind of dramas. Yes, with yeah. a lot of character development. Yes, so this is my type of drama, I would say. Love that. Um, and then we also asked for your ultimate K-drama bias as well. Yeah, this one is very... <laughs> 
I don't know how <laughs> we can choose that. No, I know it's true. It's a very tough question, which is why we think it's fun to yeah, ask it. exactly. Well, how can you choose just one? Okay, so I chose three. I've put here in my notes three. Okay, first one, Gongyu, because of coffee prints. I think this one, I mean, even though, for instance, Goblin is not a favorite of mine. I think a oh, lot really? of you love, ah. yes. <laughs> but... Uh, Coffee Prince is, is one of those dramas as well that it's it's an older drama but it's still so good you know yes even yes. when you it watch still it stands. now it's yeah. still so yes exactly I agree, yeah. so it aged quite well uh, there and then Chi uh, Changbuk I think from Hiller but also from other dramas not the action not so much the action dramas you know mm -hmm. I tried like K2 and and this but not exactly my thing yeah. But uh, I watched then uh, If You Wish Upon Me, which I really liked. Uh, mm. So, yeah, that, that's another bias. And then more recently, uh, Nam Gung Ming. Yes, this is a recent discovery. <laughs> this year, <laughs> I think 2023. a lot of us are having Nam Gung yes. Ming moments today. <laughs> so this week, this I, year. It's true. Now I have to go back and watch all the other dramas, which I have not watched. So I have a lot to catch up on, I think. <laughs> That's great. Me too. Um, so has it been a good K-drama for you? Uh, well, drama year for you generally? Yes, I think 2023 was a very good drama year, especially, I would say, especially the second half of 2023. Mm. And and now, even now, I mean, uh, we are recording this now in, in, in beginning of December and so many dramas airing. <laughs> Still dropping, this, yeah. Yes, this last quarter, it's, it's amazing and very good dramas, I, I find. Uh, but I don't recall in the beginning of the year, I didn't have this this um, this feeling. Uh, mm. So I would say very good drama year. I watched a lot. I was counting the other, right? trying to count, I think around 70, 80 dramas that I watched. That's quite a oh, lot. Oh, wow. That's a lot. Well done. <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot, yes. And um, a lot, I would say half of them, or even a little bit more than half, were 2023 dramas. So I was watching on air dramas while they were airing, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So this was also for me a, a big change this year because I used to basically binge watch, you mm. know, all the dramas. Mm. But this year I, I really um, watched a lot of on air dramas. Yeah. Yeah. I think same I think uh, I watched more on air drums this year than any other year to date yeah. I think partly it's they're just so good and I just get FOMO and yeah. then <laughs> partly I find actually I can juggle like a few at a time so that you know if you have you have a Monday Tuesday drama and then you have a Wednesday Thursday drama and a Friday Saturday drama like it's not a lot to commit it's like an hour every day it's not too bad um so then you can actually kind of have a few airing dramas going at the same time and still join in with the conversation um so yeah I've been doing that too and then just one drama that is like a non-airing drama non, just to yes. fill in any gaps exactly exactly <laughs> it's the same it's the same with me I, I like having this calendar of dramas you know that you watch uh, during the week so for me this works out very well yeah yeah and I was going to say out of all these dramas I I mean I, I usually rate the dramas yeah I put them mm. on, on my drama list and I I gave I think 10 which is the maximum to about 10 11 of these dramas so I think it was a really good year yeah, yeah. that's a really good year yeah, yeah. oh um so who was your standout performance of the year for you? Yeah, standout performance. This is also a hard one, but I think uh, everyone uh, who is listening to this <laughs> podcast <laughs> will see that we all agree on this one, which was uh, Nam Gung Min in, in My Dearest. I mean, the, yeah. he, he played it 
perfectly. Uh, as I said, I did. I had not watched any of his dramas before, so he's a totally new actor for me. Yeah. Uh, but I, I was blown away by his performance. Yeah. I think uh, his expressions, everything, just how he looked, you know, at her, uh, all, all, what he could convey with his eyes. Yes. yes. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah. So for me, I, I think he, he deserves, you know, all the awards and, yes. and more next year. And more. Yeah. I'm, yes. I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna get a lot actually. Yeah. Um, cool. And then at the other end of the scale, do you have an underrated 2023 drama? Yes. This one, <laughs> actually, I wanted to mention, uh, uh, it's a C drama. So besides K dramas, I also watch a lot of C dramas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and this one is one that I, I don't think it, it's much known. Uh, so for me, it's pretty much underrated. It's a modern uh, romance drama, and it's called Fake It Till You Make It, which sounds Fake like a very cheesy it. title. <laughs> yes, yeah. but actually makes sense once you see the drama. So this is like an office drama, let's say. Uh-huh. Um, but what I, what I really enjoyed is that the, the, the screenwriting, the script, and also the way um, it's been directed, it's really refreshing. It's, it's very different from your usual, you know, modern sea dramas, uh, yeah. if, if you usually watch a lot of those. Uh, and, and this is completely different. Why? Uh, so first of all, it's like um, it's a mature, more romance so they are uh, older um they actually behave like adults i know this is something strange to crazy <laughs> crazy in a sea drama no i know but if you watch a lot of modern sea dramas you know what i'm talking about I do, yeah? Yeah, yeah yes and also their relationship and their conversations they it just feels natural you know mm. uh mm. so and i i really enjoy they and the chemistry between the two leads it's intense really really amazing uh also the actor and actress they were totally unknown to me i had never watched them in anything before right. uh, yeah and i really enjoyed both I, I think they did a really good job um so as i said this is an, an office drama so there's a lot of also they show a lot of the their day-to-day struggles in their working environment so it's a mm. high pressure working environment you know she's yeah. a lawyer in this top level uh, law firm and he works in investment banking uh, so the first episodes you see a lot of uh, what's going on with their jobs and their pressures and and that's where the phrase comes from fake it till you make it means you know basically if you're working and you have to fake it, it it's one of the phrases when one of the characters says during the drama you fake it until you make it in this you know high pressure environment yeah, uh, so yeah. it's very appropriate um, and and it's really and it's also a very short drama so it's mm-hmm. i think 14 mm-hmm. episodes which for a C drama, it's it's quite short. Uh, so I really recommend it, and it's perfect for for binging. And for me, it it was the best modern C drama of the year that I've watched. I think. Wow, great! So, ah, and and only fourteen episodes. That's crazy. Only fourteen episodes, exactly. <laughs> Never for heard C-drama of C drama. I know, unheard exactly. of for a C drama. Oh, we could all watch that then. We could all fit yes. fourteen episodes in. Yeah. Yes, really, great. really, really good drama. I like. So I thought since you're on and you do, as you said, watch quite a lot of C dramas. Well, uh, relative to to me anyway, I don't. I watch barely any this year. Um, we thought we'd squeeze in an extra category for you. So, do you have a a C drama of the year uh, that you've watched? Yeah, I have a C drama of the year, um, and I don't think you will agree with me, Sarah, because I know you <laughs> watch this one. 
but it's it's still the end of the world. Yeah. So this is yes. a, a shansha. Yeah. Um, like a fantasy uh, sea drama, uh, and it, it it had problems. It's not a, a perfect drama uh, because they had to cut it. I don't remember from fifty episodes to forty or something. Yeah. Uh, but at the time, I mean, it really engaged me. I, I had such so much fun watching this this sea drama. It was yeah. also the first sea drama that I watched while airing, which uh, it's a huge commitment time. I was going to say it's quite a commitment. <laughs> Because they yes, really because, release the episodes, don't they? Yes, because they see dramas, if you don't know, they actually, so first of all, 40 episodes, that's a lot, right? And they release like, imagine six episodes the first day and then two episodes uh, every day almost. And that's a lot. Yeah. But the discussions were so fun. I had so much fun discussing this drama with other people. And I think that's why I have such good memories, yeah? Uh, notwithstanding the performances, which I really mm enjoy it, uh, both from the, the female lead, but also especially the male lead, who he portrays this kind of, you know, uh, gray, anti-hero, you know, morally yeah. gray. He's not exactly the, the most altruistic person in the no. world. <laughs> so, and I, I really enjoyed this, this kind of nuanced uh, male lead, yeah? Uh, yeah. And I think... Um, Luo Yunchi, he really played this this uh, character. Uh, he's called Tan Tai Jin in the drama. He really yeah. played it very well. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah I agree. I think he was. I mean, I think we've been talking about Nam Gongmin's micro expressions, but I think Luo Yunchi for me this year was probably like only second to him in terms of micro expressions because yes. he really he was brilliant in this role, and and I really enjoyed because of the way that the plot works that you basically get like two strands of like him so who he could have been who he was as this kind of the most evil of evil uh and then the female leads attempts to kind of effectively go back in time and change the trajectory of his journey so you kind of get these two different versions of of the same character um and he did it brilliantly i think so i mean i i struggled with the drama for other reasons but his performance was was brilliant yeah i i would say that the plot is a bit difficult to <laughs> you know to understand uh in the beginning uh yeah. so that that might be a, a, a bit difficult for some viewers but yeah but overall i really enjoyed the story i really enjoyed the performances yeah. i wanted and the to costume, mention the costumes yeah, are the, amazing the costumes were amazing i i read somewhere that they they designed I don't know thousands it was thousands, thousands of costumes of, yeah I've read for, that as well this, thousands for this drama and they are all so beautiful really yeah uh, yeah they this was one of the, the in terms of costumes one of the best dramas I've I've seen yeah 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 I wanted to mention also two other sea dramas uh, that I, I don't know sea dramas this year I really enjoyed the the historical the costume sea dramas yeah. yeah. So this was a good year for costume sea dramas. And I wanted to mention two more, which I really enjoyed, which was Love You Forever. I'm not sure if you've watched this one. Is that Lost You is Forever? That, lost you, uh, forever. you Forever. Yeah, forever. yeah, yeah. Lost Sorry. You Forever. Yeah. Lost You Forever. Yeah. The, the first season, because there will be a second season. But it was also a, a very good drama for me. And now currently airing the story of Kuning Palace. I'm watching yes. this one. 
Yes. So that's one I'm quite interested in. Actually, I, I've done a podcast with Liliana uh, from Tea and Soju Pod, um, which we'll be releasing soon, uh, which I think would already have come out by the time this one airs. But um, yeah, she was selling me Kunmin Palace as well. So I do. Uh, uh, I do also have that on my list. Yes. I just need more time. I need more K-drama time. <laughs> I yeah, it sounds it does sound very interesting. With Lost You Forever, I kind of like I, I did see a lot of um kind of hype for this um but i was also partly like oh there's like a season two like i don't know if i want to watch like something and then have to hang around for the season two to it, come, it so. doesn't i have to say in defense that it doesn't where it ends season one it's yeah it's okay so it's not yeah. like you have a huge cliffhanger, cliffhanger you know right. okay going yeah. into season two it actually ends in in a, a part where you know you could stop there and and it mm. doesn't bother you so much okay. so but i'm very hyped for for season two i, I hope it will be a, a good one i think it will yeah. come out maybe february next year yeah uh okay so there's still time to catch up there's still time to catch up <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> right so then we're on to the ultimate okay, so oh, ultimate drama of the year for you ultimate drama of the year yes i think uh uh well when I, I was writing here my notes i i think it's still this one uh so for greater part of the year i, I wanted to say that i had a very clear favorite yeah this yes. was a drama that i watched i'm not sure when it came out march april it aired quite sure. early in the year yes. yeah because it was my favorite for a lot of the it year it was too. also yeah. your favorite yes yeah. so this this was call it love yeah i loved it i mean i was every week pining for these two characters you know <laughs> yes so but then uh now very recently i finished watching my dearest and i think yeah uh, it surpassed uh, Call It Love as my drama of the year. Yes. Yeah. Uh, because again, it's it's like it had everything for me. It had um, a really epic love story. I think uh, you know this. Also, what I really enjoyed was this, the character development, especially of the female lead. Well, she starts yes. at one thing, and then yeah. you know her character. You can see that it changes over time, and mm. it's so well done. Yeah, so well done. Yeah, also uh, amazing, the supporting characters, everything. I, I think this was a drama where I cannot complain about any of them, which is kind yes. of rare. As well. <laughs> <laughs> and then another thing, which is the the background story, all this historical details, you know, mm, on uh, about yeah. Korean history. And it made me so interested. I had to Google a few of these facts to see mm, what mm. really happened, uh, mm. you know, uh, with this king and the son uh, that that was that was taken away and all these things. Um, so it was very interesting from that perspective, uh, yeah. because of also this very rich uh, historical background. I yeah. Think. Yeah, I agree. I was really, I mean, I studied Chinese history at university, um, but watching this drama made me realise how Chinese-centric my, my history subjects was, <laughs> because I knew obviously a lot about the Qing dynasty. I knew about like its rising and, you know, the whole dynastic cycle, but I didn't know the Qing dynasty history from a Chosun point of view. So it, exactly. was, really, it was really interesting. Yeah, yes. for me too. And, and yeah, for me, for me that that's why I think this drama is so, really so outstanding I, I would say and also I, I was not expecting it really hit me emotionally you know uh, yeah. a lot of the scenes uh, they they made me really feel um, a lot I, I cried a lot <laughs> in some yes. of the scenes so yeah so I think when a drama makes you you know feel so much it, yes. it's a sign that it's a really good drama so yeah and it just stays with you doesn't it 
it yeah. does. All these characters, they they really stay. And and you know, the ending was not uh, as sad as I was expecting. <laughs> Just to say, I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was also a plus. I was totally expecting a really uh, bad ending for this drama. I was, I was, yeah, I was prepared for it too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, partway through, I was like, I don't know how you could have a happy ending of this drama. Yeah, but, true. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Um, right. And then you had some non twenty. You just wanted to do a special mention of a non twenty twenty three drama. Yeah, I did because I, I I watched this this drama on recommendation of, of some of the the other patrons. Uh, and it was really a drama. I don't watch many Japanese dramas. Um, mm. Yeah, but this one I, I really wanted to mention because I think was actually also one of the best I watched this year. It's called Silent, and I think it's from last year. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and I watched it also a couple of months ago and, and I loved it. Uh, yeah. So I don't know if you watched this one. Uh, no, Sarah? I haven't. Could you tell us a little bit? I did see some posts on it, but I didn't know yes. much about the drama. So it's also a second chance. <laughs> this is another one of, of your yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then the 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 particular so the 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 female lead and the male lead they they were like um, a boyfriend girlfriend in high school. Yeah, but then um, what happens is that he loses his ear hearing. Yeah, so he's now in in current uh, in the current uh, timeline. He's deaf, mm. uh, and that's why he broke up with her. Although she doesn't know. Yeah, right. that was the reason. So yeah. when they then um, find each other again, there's this whole you know trauma that they have to get over. But uh, it's just I don't know I, I cannot explain it. it it doesn't even have a kiss but it's such a beautiful romance oh. <laughs> huh? and especially the male lead uh, he's uh, Ren Maguro who who also did now recently this um, the movie version of this anime very famous one the My Happy Marriage I think it's called uh, okay right yes and uh, so he really, I mean, uh, he portrays this character, this deaf character so well. Yeah. Right. yeah. And it's, um, it's just a, a very, yeah, I, I cannot explain. It. It's just a very beautiful second chance romance drama. Um, yeah. And I absolutely loved it. Uh, it's very, so it's very quiet. It's very slow. Uh, yeah. uh, but uh I think that's that's also very fitting for for the mm. characters that they portray. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, okay. So. Cool. Uh, great. Well, that sounds that sounds interesting. I don't want to check that out. Um, okay. So we also gave our guests uh, free reign to create a re- uh, an award of their own. Um, so, what have you created, and who did you give it to? Um, I thought I would mention a couple of dramas that I have not mentioned yet. So I would say most heartwarming drama of the year. Ah, nice. <laughs> this, I like it. You know, the kind of drama that, you know, really, uh, it's a comforting kind of drama. When you're feeling down, you watch this drama and you immediately, you know, feel happy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We all need those sometimes. Yes. Exactly. So I thought uh, I would mention Twinkling Watermelon, which I think was also a favorite of many of us this year. And, yes. and quite a surprise. I was very surprised. By I was drama. surprised too. Yeah. I you think, know? I don't know. It's almost like maybe because it was on Vicky, maybe because we didn't really hear much about it before it came out, but it really like 
constantly surprised me because I think I thought it was just going to be like a much smaller drama and kind of mm-hmm. more like, I don't know, uh, just more, more s- simpler, I guess. And I was just mm-hmm. thinking it would be quite, and the posters and everything made it look quite fun and quite lighthearted and obviously quite young cast. So I wasn't expecting so much emotion and depth and backstory as we got. So, yeah. And then this this whole time travel genre, I think, is just. (laughs) (laughs) This year we had quite a few time travel. We did. We did. And I, it turns out I love time travel dramas. So, yeah, yeah. exactly. Apparently. Time time travel, second chance, family. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Exactly. No, but but this this drama really I I was not expecting especially the first episodes where they they show you the background of the family yeah. you know yeah. oh my god I was like blown away. I was like oh this is this is not the kind of drama I was expecting from something called Twinkling Watermelon you know? yeah exactly <laughs> and that had these posters of this band uh, yeah. yeah yeah and then you kind and then they show you something completely different but yes so th- this is for me a drama that really surprised me it had the, the best characters I think as well you know uh, it really every week it left me with a smile I, yes. I think this is the thing <laughs> about yeah. this drama yeah, yeah. I agree. and there's yeah. yeah there's another one a sea drama uh, uh-huh. actually that was more or less the same it, it gave me the same feeling it's a different type of drama it's a youth drama and it's a high school drama so it's a bit different it's called when I fly towards you yeah but it's also very heartwarming I think yeah it's it's a it's a youth romance drama as i said uh it's a very straightforward drama so no uh no dramas actually <laughs> between yeah. the couple uh and it's just very positive how can right. i put this yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and it's very it's, low again, angst very low angst uh and it's just one of those comforting dramas again that you know you can watch one episode here and there and and it just makes you smile at the end oh. of the day yeah, that sounds great. That sounds really great. Well, thank you for that because we definitely, I think, some of us sometimes you just need to come out of a drama and go right. I think I need something a bit lighter. That's happened to me actually because yes. I've just come out of <laughs> <laughs> the smallest left your eyes, which I'm not going to spoil for anyone. So if anyone wants to read my views, they're on my Instagram. But yes, um, I, I was interested in in watching that one, but then I guess I will read what you <laughs> yeah well oh, it's really hard because without so this is just a personal thing for me this drama was amazing until the end oh so, yeah okay yeah okay. I didn't and I'm, I'm gonna say that I'm not someone who needs happy endings like I know some people mm-hmm. can only have happy endings I'm not one of these people but if you're gonna give me a non-happy ending I, I need to make sense narratively for me so that's kind of okay yeah. okay then I'm not well, sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 mm. uh, but uh so i came out of that thinking like i really need something a bit more lighthearted. so i've started love or play actually um ah uh, that's a good one yes yeah it's, it's not an too, out- yeah. yeah that's also i would say sort of a comfort drama you know yeah. uh it's not the the most outstanding drama i would say but it's very yeah. nice yeah it's, yeah it's, it's, it's giving me that vibe and um because i think you were watching cast were you watching castaway diva as well yes i was yeah I was, I was. yeah so yeah i was missing i was missing the actor i wanted to see yes. more of the actor so i thought he, I he did well in it. that drama he did I, yeah. I did for i don't know why i did not enjoy the, the female lead so much but him yes. I, I did yeah yeah no i agree so very very nice 
Cool. Right. And so then that leads us on to our last question. Um, what are you manifesting for 2024? Uh, this is, I put two things here. I said a uh, 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 romance drama, rom-com with Gong Yu. <laughs> It's like, but I think actually, isn't he filming one? I saw the other day, this was after I put this down, but I, I saw the other was... day that he was filming a new drama, but I'm not sure if it's a rom-com. I need a rom-com oh. with him. <laughs> yeah. Not, so... not another sci-fi thingy. <laughs> not, not another but... <laughs> silent sea. No. Yeah. yeah. So I think he was, um, he was rumored to be signing on for a, yeah, another drama with So Hun Jin. Who I love. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, she was in another Oh Hey Young. She was in Doctor Romantic, number like season one. She was in You Are My Spring, which I loved. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, um, I'm not sure it's been completely confirmed yet that they're definitely. Yeah, it's been know. such a long time since we've seen a, a, a drama, you know, a romance yeah. drama of his. I think. And, and I'm just uh, looking it up. It says like it's confirmed. It says it's confirmed. There's an article. And there are actually some shots. So it's going to be a Netflix ah, okay. original. So but maybe, it's only... Maybe... Yeah. Only eight episodes, though. Oh. <laughs> That's a bit of a disappointment. Eight <laughs> episodes? Know. Come on. Please. I know. I know. <laughs> he hasn't mm. done a drama in such a long time. And now he <laughs> is going to film an eight-episode drama. No, no, no. Yeah. Give us some more, please. Come on. Exactly. <laughs> maybe this is going to be... Maybe he'll, you know, roll on a bit more after this. So we'll have to see. Hopefully. Yes. So yes, yes let's manifest that together. More another that. Gongyu yeah. drama, please. Yes, please. And I also put another thing here, which was uh hospital playlist season three. <laughs> Would that happen? <laughs> I mean, I, I love hospital playlist, both seasons. I mean, even season two more than season one. And I would so much love to see them together again in a season three. So yeah, I really hope. But don't- <laughs> Don't you think, though, that it's one of those dichotomies, isn't it? Because they wrapped up everything so well in season two, at the end of season two, that if you brought everyone back for season three, you're going to have to do some splitting up or you're going to oh, have to true, create some conflicts. Otherwise, oh, it's just, you know. I, but I, I don't need that. I just you don't want, need that. You, know, you just continuation. Want them, you just... Yes, I just want them together, you know. You just want to see them hanging out with yeah, each other. Exactly. Yeah, hanging yeah. out with each other, singing in their band, you know, solving yeah. some medical cases. That's it. I don't need more. Yeah. No, <laughs> that would true. be perfect for me. <laughs> you know so yes please <laughs> i love it right okay so thank you so much tanya that was a lot of fun um for sharing your um your recommendations from this year and your year-end review thoughts and also getting some sea drama ones in as well because i know that other other listeners and people on our patreon are also sea dramas fans now on to our final guest and we're really happy to welcome on Heather who is so you've been like I've been lucky enough to meet you twice now yeah uh, because you live in London so you're you're like becoming my in real life k-drama <laughs> friend yeah yeah it's it's been great it's been it's great drama. to to meet uh the Patreon in real life it's, it's really been a highlight of the year really yeah, it's so true. And I, we both had a blast because Megan from Afternoon to Delight came over for a family holiday in August to the UK. And uh, she got to spend like an evening with us, didn't she? And so yeah. we met her and her daughter. And um, and Megan, she talked about it on their pod that, you know, she famously deprived you <laughs> of 
have the makgeolli we ordered. We ordered some makgeolli, the, the, like the Korean rice wine at our dinner. And I think Megan was just like happily just like talking and eating and then just drinking, and like pouring, pouring and herself. Pouring. <laughs> and then after a while, she's like, oh, no, Heather, did you want some? <laughs> oh, for you and <laughs> Oh, so funny. Uh, it was so a great funny. time, though. It was really awesome. <laughs> it was. It was so good. It was so good. So, yeah, like anybody, Patreon, like who come out, you know, to London, just come and, and let us know. Um, Right. So welcome to our show. This is the first time we've we've had you on. Um, So could you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into K-dramas or other Asian dramas? Yeah, so I'm from the Bahamas and uh, I've been living in the UK for about 12 years and I really uh, kind of fell into K-dramas a bit randomly. Um, it was uh, hometown cha-cha-cha just kept coming up on, well, Chloe kept coming up on um, on Netflix recommendation. I read the description and I thought, no way. <laughs> yeah, I same thing with Chloe I was, like, I was just nah. like no nah. no nah. stop recommending me this no <laughs> yeah. and they sort of also kept pushing hometown cha-cha-cha and for some reason I was like all right I'll just give it a go yeah and I was blown away honestly and I started chasing um Kim Sanho. I was like I need more I need more and I kept chasing his dramas yeah. and then after a while I was like well all right I guess I'll give this crash landing on you a try and then it was no turning back. Like yeah. that one really was like, okay, this is it. I need to talk to people. I have feelings about this. This <laughs> has taken over my life. I immediately rewatched. So it's been sort of like once I got into that and then I was like, I need to find a podcast to listen to. I need to talk <laughs> to people about it. So, so yeah, it's been, it's been good though, because, you know, exposing me to a lot of different a, a, a new it felt new and different and yeah. something that I hadn't really seen before yeah yeah I'm so with you on the addiction yeah what are the hometown cha-cha-cha though that a great gateway drama yeah. it's so <laughs> lovely it's so summer and but then it really packs in the feels as well right so yeah it's, it's that classic thing it starts comedy it draws you in and then I think you get to that back half and you're just like Oh my god! Yeah, it's I a can't completely different drama. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. It's yeah. completely different from what you thought you were getting into, but by then you're completely in love with all the characters, and yeah, and it's been. It was one where I was like, "Oh my gosh, who are these people? I need to watch other things that they're in. Like, I need more, and I need more." And I feel a bit guilty about this, but I think one of the reasons why that was a gateway for me too is because it was dubbed over in English. And I was like, I started to watch it in English. Yeah. And then I was like, no, I want to hear what they're saying, like, for real. Yeah. And yeah. then I sort of watched it in Korean with the subtitles. Oh, so you did, like, a, you did a rewatch? In yeah, with well, the, ah. or certain scenes, I was like, no, yeah. I want to hear how she says this, like, really, like, her own voice or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So it, I would sort of switch back and forth. And then once I realized that actually subtitles isn't a real problem for me, that yeah, yeah. sort of opened up a whole new world. And yeah. I think had I, I don't know why I was hung up on like needing to hear it in English first. Yeah. I guess it's the thing of like, you need to concentrate if you're watching it with you subtitles. Do. You, you can't do, like yeah. do too much multitasking. No, no, no. So, yeah. 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 
Yeah, I know what you mean. I think it feels like it's a bit of a hurdle as well, doesn't it? Like, I mean, the length of it's like 16 episodes, like, yeah, yeah all yeah. with subtitles. It feels like if you haven't started, it just feels like a lot. Yeah. A lot, a lot. Yeah. 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 Cool. Right. So we've been doing our five get to know you dramas. So I think you're going to have a good set, Heather, because I know that you've got like a, a lot of different dramas that you're into. So what are your five get to know you dramas? Yeah, this is a kind of a tricky one because I've never thought of it like that. And I think I, I got the first sort of four really well. And then number five, I was like, oh gosh, I don't know. I don't know what else to write now. But um, you know, I love our blues. Yeah, really yeah, love, I love our blues for so many different reasons. But I think one of the reasons I I say that this is a get to know me drama is because it's really a small community everyone's connected it has that sort of island feel and that's me <laughs> like yeah that's how I grew up small community island you know everyone sort of knows everybody else and big drama in a small place really <laughs> so I feel like that one really um I really resonate and I just loved it honestly every every I, like I watched drama. it yeah. I watched it as it dropped and every weekend I was looking forward to the next episodes so yeah. I really love that one. I also get to know me, Chloe, obviously. Like, Chloe was just, like, rock my world. <laughs> yeah. Because it felt so epic. It was a love story told in a way that was, like, their, their, the obstacles that they had to overcome seemed so insurmountable. And yes. it was, like, you know, it was geopolitical <laughs> like who has geopolitical obstacles to overcome in their love story so it felt epic it felt really huge and big and that's what I loved about it and similarly my dearest I'm adding that to my get to know me it's like the same epic love story but historical <laughs> so you have a, a different sort of uh you know big big obstacles theirs was I guess geopolitical but just historical as well Yes. So um so that yeah. one is really like I like these big field dramas. I like the big sort of saga stories. I love that. <laughs> love that. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. And I think I think that K dramas do really tap. I think it's almost like Western dramas got it's almost like they got a little bit too cool and they had yeah. to get like just too knowing or something and and become really cerebral that they just kind of like stopped being about big epic feels anymore yeah. You know? yeah and I think and I think what what I like about sort of the the k-drama um the way that it's done is like you know you have a certain amount of episodes to tell a certain story yeah. and I and, and I prefer when they've written all the episodes before it airs this whole like editing it depending on how it's yeah. being yeah I, I kind of feel like that's cheating <laughs> I want you to yeah. tell the story the way you want to tell the story yeah so I love that I love when it's done well like that where they have like we have this amount of time to tell this really good story and we're going to tell it in a great way and then yeah. that's it <laughs> and yes. they're not chasing another season or they're not you know what I mean if it's it does point, well yeah. then we can like just tell a good story and, we, yeah. and I'm there <laughs> and then just finish it yeah. yeah 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 I know what you yeah. mean my other one is a business proposal. Oh gosh, I love a rom-com. Love a rom-com. <laughs> I'm there for the calm. I'm there for the rom. And I think business proposal really did it really well. Yes. It has some really good laughs in there. 
And also, like you wanted, you were pulling for the pulling for the leads, and the, and the and the second the second couple as well. Like yeah. all of them had a really good, um, really fun story that was really uh, easy to get behind. And I thought it was I thought it was just a lot of fun. And I, I thought it was a lot of fun. fun. Yeah, it was really well paced as well. I yeah. think it, just, it was not too much flab or like crazy K drama backstory. Yeah. Or you know, it was just yeah. like yeah, welcome yeah. exactly yeah. 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 And then the final one, gosh, this one was was a bit tricky because it was difficult to sort of find out, oh gosh, what else, what else is kind of like representing me? Yeah. And I think I, I really liked um 25, 21. I don't even remember now. Was it 21, 25 or 25? 20, it's 25, 25, 21. Yeah. 25, although, 21. Although none of us knows why it's called 25, 21 because it's not really massively relevant to the story. But anyway. I know. I know. That's well. Don't get me started on the names. <laughs> They're not always the best related to the story, but they're not, no. But I the reason I sort of decided to settle on this one as the last one is because I thought it really told a really compelling story about friendship, first love, first like heartbreak. And it was just like a sort of sort of getting to know yourself, coming of age story that understanding what you want from life from your career what you're prioritizing what your goals are and you know how you make difficult choices and I thought it was a really compelling story and and gosh um what's the the lead actress on that Kim Terry oh, Kim Terry Loved yeah her. amazing her. <laughs> she was great so, she was great yeah. yeah so that's definitely on my get to know you list <laughs> It's a really great drama, actually. I really enjoyed it. And Kim Te- Kim Terry was something else. I think she was yeah. my performance of the year for last year. She yeah. was just so convincing as a teenage girl. Like, just, um, yeah, so physical. Um, yeah, because I remember, were you saying on the page, because we had our Patreon Zoom last weekend, I think it was. And were you were you the one who said you couldn't get into Twinkling Watermelon? Yeah, well, yeah. I haven't tried, though, to oh, be you fair. Haven't tried. I haven't tried. Okay. I haven't tried. I, yeah. uh, it's just that I I will get there eventually I'm sure but I just it hasn't appealed to me to start it yet yeah 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 (laughs) and I usually get FOMO so I'm surprised that I'm not like I need to watch this well I think I so for me 2521 is a comp for it so I do actually think you'll like it yeah now you're selling me on it yeah (laughs) well first of all the second male lead is the same, right? So it's Choi Hong Yuk. Oh yeah, Choi Hong Yuk, and he's playing a similar guy. Like he even has a scene where he skateboards down like the school corridor, oh, cool. looking just so cool. <laughs> and he is, um, he's just such a such a charming actor. And he's only twenty one. It's crazy. crazy. Um, yeah, and he's so talented. And he really, I mean, I actually think his role in Twinkling Watermelon is even like better and really? kind of gives him even more chance to shine okay. than he than did in 2521 but it is for me one of the closest things we've got to a really really good youth drama like i think 2521 is a really good youth drama um i actually think the non youth bits are the bits that i don't like but the youth yeah. bit is brilliant. yeah 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 and um twinkling watermelon is using a time travel kind of like trope to you know re like have a second chance at life and have a right. re go at things but at the heart, it's actually a youth drama. 
Um, okay. So I think you'd really enjoy it. It is a lot about what you just spoke about, friendship, love, oh, finding, okay. finding yourself, like discovering who you are. Um, yeah, because like the main protagonist, and this is not a spoiler because this is like um, basically the setup from episode one, is um, he is the only non-deaf person in his family. Okay. And so he's kind of lived with this weight of responsibility of being the one that can communicate to the rest of the world right. for his family. And so the drama in a way is a bit about him re, re- actually actually living his youth because okay. he kind of never really got to. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Now yeah. you're, you're you're selling me on that I'm one. I'm selling sure. it. <laughs> Sorry. Everyone needs to watch Twinkling Water. Does it have anything to do with the watermelon though? Uh, not really. It's part of like I think they named their rock band after it. Uh, oh, okay. They, have, okay. they have a band. They have a band at school. Okay. And yeah, and they call it watermelon at some point. Okay. Yeah. But other than that, not really. Not okay. Really. But it does make for a good like because in some ways I quite like it when you have really unique K drama Instagram and Twitter tags so that it doesn't uh-huh. you don't get yeah, loads yeah, yeah. of other stuff coming up. Yeah. So it's, it was good from that point of view. Yeah. Yeah, and then do you have an ultimate K drama bias? I mean, this one is hard because I feel like I give everyone a chance. I love everyone. Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's none. There's no one that I'm like, oh, I wouldn't really watch their dramas. Uh, Kim Sanho. I mean, he's from from hometown cha cha cha. He's just yeah. has me from the jump. So anything that he's in, I'll basically watch it. We need him back in a drama. I know. I we know. Need him back in a drama. We really oh. do. We really do. And then also, um, Ji Chang Uk, really like him. Yes, and perennial Will. fave. Yes, yes, yes. Sort of easy to watch him uh, in anything, really. And then um, Jung Hae In, I know you love him too. I love Jung Hae In. <laughs> Fellow Jung Hae In fan. Yes, yes, yes. So those are kind of my biases. I mean, I feel like everybody is my bias, though. But I love those <laughs> ones. <laughs> That's great. Um, so 2023, how's it been for you, K-drama-wise or C-drama or BL-wise? How's it yeah, been for you? It's been good. It's been a yeah. good year, not going to lie. I've, I've sort of done a lot of dabbling in current ones, like watching them as they drop, and then also exploring ones that are like doing Christopher Columbus style and discovering things that had already been discovered a long time ago. <laughs> so... So I've done like uh, this year. It was the first time I watched Our Beloved Summer. Loved uh, it. Yes. Rain or Shine. Loved it. I love Rain or Shine. Yeah. Um, Uncanny Counter, Dally and Cocky Prince. So all of these ones that have, have been out for a while and everyone's already known about it. Yeah. I'm discovering them for the first time. Loving them. <laughs> oh, that's great. I think that's uh, great. Yeah. And this year I also kept up with quite a few current ones that people that were, you know, happening as they dropped. So um crash course in romance see you in my 19th life king the land uh my dearest i'll talk about my dearest <laughs> <laughs> and then the the latest ones uh perfect marriage revenge oh, oh are you oh loving it oh loving my it. gosh i'm loving it i'm loving it i'm like we have two more episodes to go and i'm just like on the edge of my seat wanting us to drop <laughs> I know, I know exactly. They just keep every single episode. You're like, how many, how many more things can this drama get into yes. it? And it's like, yes, yes, it can keep doing more. Yeah, like, yes, 
it's so wild and far so wild (laughs) but also just so well paced as well like they just like they put in so much stuff in the drama and but they don't string it out they're just like bam here's another one here's another one yeah yeah i love it love it yeah this year, I've also uh, started watching a bit of sea dramas, and I'd never mm. watched any of them before. Right. So I think it started with Hidden Love, because that was uh, one that Netflix yes. was pushing hard as well, and then everyone yes. on the Patreon was talking about how good it was. And I started it, and I was like, oh, yeah, no, this is really good. Yeah. And then I've done a few more, and to be honest, I'm still a little bit of two minds about them, really. Yeah. I tried last year, um, Love Between Fairy and Devil, and honestly... Yeah to not get past episode one I, I found and, and I know I needed to push through to episode four but there were other things that I'm like oh but I want to watch this and I want to watch that yeah, I know I just I, know. I just find the the graphics were a little bit too distracting for me and like I don't know <laughs> I get it no I get I totally get it like I think I felt the same way as well because I started it I didn't drop I didn't start it when it was dropping live I started it only because just literally everybody on my social media was posting <laughs> about it. And then I remember some people put, actually it was Day Back, Day Back Hey Drummer's uh, podcast was putting together um, clips of it. And then I remember looking at the clips going, this is quite wild. This show looks really wild. <laughs> and I started getting FOMO and I was like, okay, fine. You know, it's so many episodes, but okay, I will check it out. And then I remember sitting through the first one, just thinking, this is just not my kind of thing at all. Yeah. And then and then slowly but surely something clicked, mainly Dylan Wong as Dong Fang Ching Chang, I think, just clicked. And yeah. then I was like, that's it, I'm hooked. Yeah. And then I think after that, I stopped noticing the, the, the CGIE the stuff yeah. and then the that her, her high-pitched kind of like, girliness kind of was annoying me as well so but that I like I began to get used to it as well and then I mean it's one of my top five dramas so oh nice okay yeah 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 I hope maybe one, one day, day one day yeah, one day if you're one in the day. mood one day one if you're day. in the mood yeah but but the more modern ones I've watched I think so I've watched about four or five this year and I always start out like episode one and two really liking them but then I find that they start to sag and drag yeah. a little bit in the middle. Yeah. And I'm just like, where's this going, man? Yeah. And then at the end, they bring it home. But I just, that's why I'm always like a little bit like, oh, I really love this. And then I'm like, oh my God, like this feels like homework to watch this to continue to the end. <laughs> and then at the end, I'm like, oh my God, that was so good. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm really like struggling, <laughs> really loving it. And then also like finding it hard work yeah. sometimes yeah, I know I know what you mean but Road Home is one that I watched this year and I mean from episode one they were coming in with the lines and the and the setup and I was like oh my god this is gonna be so good <laughs> and I was yeah. so hooked um and also similarly dating in the kitchen and that has the same female lead as Hidden Love and so right. I was like oh she's really good and she's really talented and I really like like her acting and that was good. And then it started to drag again. And then I'm like, oh, my gosh. So, yeah. So I'm still finding. And then lots of people have watched. Um, what's the one? It's it's the the office romance. Um, Fake it till oh, you this... make it. Okay, right. People have talked a lot about that. I watched episode one. I wasn't even hooked by episode one. <laughs> I thought it was too focused on work and what they did. And I'm like, yeah. 
yeah like i work in real life i don't want to watch a drama to watch people work (laughs) (laughs) so some i i find see dramas a bit hit or miss honestly um but really have enjoyed exploring them this year and that's been quite fun and then my bls love a good bl some i've really loved this year um uh there's moonlight chicken which is what a name honestly what a great name that is a great name that's up there with twinkling watermelon moonlight chicken i know i know but it's such a i don't know what it is about it but it was so it just felt like a really a warm love story and it was really good um and then there's uh stay with me which is a chinese bl which is like one of my top BLs this year. And honestly, if somebody, like I wouldn't know it was a BL unless somebody told me <laughs> because they it's so censored oh, and you right. have to really yes. like pick up on very, very subtle clues. And sometimes yeah. I'm a bit late to the game. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it was still, even without that, such a good story, such a good yeah. story. Um, And then a few... um. Japanese ones, uh, My Beautiful Man, watched that this year, really like, really like that. And then Tokyo in April was another really good one. And then there were some that were really terrible, actually, that I didn't quite like. Uh, I, but that's how it is with dramas. Some are gonna, you know, some you're really gonna like. Yeah. Some you're like, oh my God, that was terrible. Why did I watch that? And then some like sort of in between, like, oh, I was okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah. But it's been, uh, but overall, a good drama year, I think. Yeah, it seems, seems like you packed a lot in and you kind of got a good range there. That's great. Yeah. So how about the standout performance for you of 2023? This was a very easy question. Right. This year, I, it wasn't it wasn't a current drama, but this was the year I discovered Lee Jen Ho. Yes. In Rain or Shine. Well, I discovered him in King the Land. And right. then I was like, oh, he's good. Oh, and you watched that first. Yeah. Ah, okay, right, right, and right. And then I watched Rain or Shine, and I was like, oh, my God, he's amazing. Right. And he <laughs> so looks so completely different, right? Yes, and, yes. and acted very completely differently. Yeah. That drama wrecked me. Um, by episode 14, I was like, I don't know what to do with my life. Like, what is <laughs> happening right now? <laughs> it was like one in the morning, and I'm, like, sobbing in bed watching this show. But it was so compelling and so good and he is such a moving actor and he is definitely yeah. uh hands down performance of the year for me and I know oh, it's been, great. like it, it's not a 2023 drama but I watched it this year so yeah yeah, yeah. It. <laughs> it, it, it counts it counts and honestly like he commits to roles so much like even if they're like King the Land he still yeah. commits you know it's like I'm still gonna absolutely yeah. play this part yeah I love yeah. that about him yeah um and for you what was an underrated 2023 drama so I kind of have two and I don't underrated in the sense of like I think I like them more than other people do yes (laughs) uh so not that not enough people are watching but more like I didn't think it was that bad (laughs) so uh Crash Course in Romance I quite enjoyed it I thought it was kind of fun and it was nice to see like an older romance and yeah uh and you know it was uh it it kept it was interesting and it kept me you know wanting to find out what happened and of course I had quibbles with it but I still overall thought it was well done and uh I enjoyed watching it honestly 
And then it's funny. Yeah, it's funny because I watched it dropping live. And so similar to you, I kind of was quite looking forward to it every week. So I was like, I knew exactly which days it dropped, which is a sign like of a good yeah. like, airing drama for me. Because some dramas, I'm just like, oh, oh, we've got new ones already because I'm just like not waiting. Yeah. But that one I did. And I was like, I did enjoy it. But I think when I got to the end, I was like, I'm not sure I'd have enjoyed this so much if I binged it. It was one of those mm. dramas that I think I enjoyed more in the moment of, yeah, yeah. It'd be interesting if people go back to it. Yeah, I think my next drama... I enjoyed it because I have waited. I think I enjoyed it more than other people because I sort of started it like when it was like a few episodes in. So Castaway Diva. Ah, uh, yes. I didn't start it as it dropped. I started it like maybe it was like maybe six or eight episodes already in. Yeah. So I was able to go back to back to back. I loved it. I loved yeah. it. I still love it. <laughs> That first episode, and I think a part of it, what what made it so good for me is I went in with like zero expectation, or at least what I thought it was going to be about is not what it's about. I thought it was going to focus a lot more on her time stranded on the island, and I had assumed the boy was going to be on the island with her as well. So I was completely wrong. (laughs) I had a completely different idea of what I was getting into. And what I found instead was so compelling. Yeah. Such a good, that first episode, I literally gasped at least like three, four times from like, oh my God, oh, oh. And I was like, no, I'm in, <laughs> I'm sold. Yeah. And yeah. then I quickly won after the other. So I think with other people, if you watched, you know, one, one day and then one the next day and then had to wait another week, like it sort of leaves time for questions to bubble up. And I'm telling my husband, I'm like, this is completely bonkers. There's no way this could happen, but I don't care. I'm in. I like these characters. I want to see where they're going with this. So uh, so I, I I rate it more highly than other people do, I think. <laughs> I know you're I'm not a, a fan of this I'm, one. Yeah, <laughs> I'm one of the ones that's not. I mean, I know. I think somebody was said they were hate watching it. I'm like, I'm not hate watching it. I think the 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 male leads are now kind of like coming through for me um so I'm enjoying it a bit more yeah. but yeah I think mainly it's that like I started this for Pug and Bin because I'm mm. a huge fan of hers oh I love her too and, yeah and I have come out of this not really enjoying either her character or the way she's playing it uh so that's partly it and um have you watched Startup which is also by the same yes I did yes yeah yes. so I didn't really like Startup so I also uh... think maybe maybe it might be me and the writer's you know, because like, I like startup, but then that so. was like my uh Kim Kim Sun Ho. Oh yeah, Kim Sun Ho. Right after, right after yeah, hometown, yeah, yeah, cha cha cha. Yeah. I was like, I need more. I need more. I even watched one where he was like some strongest delivery driver or something. Oh yeah, is that good? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but that I was I, I was a K drama baby. I knew nothing, yeah. so I was well, just it's... like, give me more, give me more. <laughs> Yeah, that's been on my But that's the thing because I think Startup was so good at the start in the yeah. same way that Castaway Diva was so good at the start. Like they really know, this writer really knows how to do a really powerful yeah. and and frankly heartbreaking backstory like a, they're in their, you know, childhood days yeah. backstory. And then it's just like, it takes me up to a high and then I'm like, and, and then like, yeah. And, yeah. and I'm a bit like the whole idol stuff is doing my nut in a bit. Mm, yeah. Anyway, 
We'll see. I mean, it's only two episodes to go. I can't believe it kind of has actually gone really quickly. So that's finale finale next week as well. So as you've said, you do watch a lot of BLs uh, as well. So uh, I thought we'd be good to get your views um, and kind of stick in an extra category for you. So what's been the 2023 BL of the year for you? So this was tough. <laughs> and I've sort of cheated a little bit. And I put three, but three <laughs> from three different countries. Okay. All right. That's, that's less my, cheating. That's, that's my, all right. That's yeah, all right. yeah. 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 So, get out. Uh, so I have a top Thai BL, a top Chinese BL, and a top KBL. <laughs> cool. Cool. I like it. So for the Thai BL, it's only friends. That was one that every weekend I was like, could not wait to see what was happening in the next episode. Uh, Thai BLs are very spicy, very spicy. And this one was spicy, (laughs) super hot. But it was, but there was a good story. Like some of them are just without plot, without story, without anything. And you're like, right, this is ridiculous. But this one definitely by episode four started really revealing more about the characters and you really got invested in their growth throughout the story. So that was really good. Okay, cool. And and by the end, you were like, "Oh gosh, please let them be together." <laughs> oh, yeah. Which was and there and there were sort of three different couples that they focused on. So you had people that were definitely team this one and that one or the next one. So, uh, but it was good. I won't do any spoilers, but if you like TBLs, I think you'd like OnlyFans. Good, cool. Stay with me. This is the Chinese BL I sort of referred to earlier yeah. where I didn't really, like it took me a while to realize that it was a BL. Yeah. But it's such a good story. And even without it being a BL, it's sort of a found family type story yeah. that you're just like, I want these people to be happy and to have and to have a home to feel like they have a home with. And I really hope there is a sequel or a season two because of the way that it ended. I'm like, no, I need more. Ah, okay. So hopefully, hopefully in 2024, there will be more. <laughs> I hope so. But that was really one where I also looked forward to watching it every weekend when it would come out. And it's like, you know, when Vicky says, oh, it's coming out today. And I'm like, yeah, but what time today? Like, I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> when are the subs out? When are the yeah. subs out? Because it's not even like when it's out. It's like, when is the yeah. end 100%? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that one was really good. And I think that was probably one of my first proper C dramas, just in general. Yeah. Uh, but that didn't feel to me to be a saggy middle. Yeah. Uh, and I guess... The story sort of meanders, but it didn't feel like it was dragging. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it was, and then, oh boy, they picked it up again. And at the end, they really do sort of like go in strong at the beginning and strong at the end. And sometimes the middle gets a bit lost, but this one kept me throughout the middle as well. So yeah, cool. I, I don't want to say too much with because I feel like I might spoil it, but um, but it's quite good. Okay. <laughs> quite good. And then for the K-drama, the uh, Korean BL is The Eighth Sense. And I think I even watched this one twice, which I don't always do. <laughs> I, I I do. I don't always do a proper rewatch. But um, but this one was really, I think, you know, Thai BLs bring the spice. K-BLs bring the feels. Oh, my gosh. They really know 
how to uh, create a character and really make you feel like invested in that character's growth and development. Yeah. Uh, so, so the eighth sense was one of the ones where it was like, and this was one everybody was talking about. And I was like, yeah, I get it. I get why you're yeah. talking about this because this is yeah. really good. <laughs> this one I want to check out is on my list as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cause I listened to like, I think the first few minutes of the afternoon, uh, delight on this. And I was like, actually, I'm going to stop it here. Cause I think I might watch this. Yeah. Be spoiled, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. 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 No, it's a it's a good one, and I think uh, I think you'd enjoy it. And it's short. That's, I think that's what kind of got me into watching BLs, just in general, because I felt like it was a bit low investment because there weren't yeah. as many episodes, and the episodes tended to be shorter. And once I got in, I was like, oh my gosh, this is like a whole new world, and it's really, you know, it's just the power of love, just in general, and you just want to see, you know, everyone end up happy together. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I totally get it. Right, so um, then we're on to the ultimate 2023 drama for you. So was this a hard decision for you? This was easy. This is easy. And I think I'm going to say what probably everybody else has already said. My dearest. How good is this drama? Oh, my gosh. This drama was everything. It felt it had that epic feel that, not every drama has and it just there was a there was a lot beyond beyond just the love story which was amazing in itself you just saw the growth of Gilche over from the beginning to you know to all everything that she went through the growth of her as a character was really great and I know a lot everyone's talking about um the male lead, but I enjoyed yes. the female lead as well. Honestly. Oh yeah, yeah, no, massively. She was really yeah. great. She was yeah. really great. And it and it also had a lot to say about women in Joseon society. Yes, that was yes. heartbreaking. Yes, uh, but um, but so telling and so compelling, so compellingly yeah. told. A lot to say about just like how people treat other people mm-hmm. and war and violence and power and insecurity and there was a lot going on and I was I was there for every episode there for all of it (laughs) and I loved it honestly and and you know talk about like obstacles to overcome for your for your main characters the they had obstacle after obstacle Um, yeah but yeah so true so um I know Leah Leah's actually just finished. She was messaging me about this today, and Megan uh, she is, just started is, it. <laughs> she just she finished it. She did because she only started like a few days ago. Um, yeah, I know. Megan's part way through, and so they're definitely going to be doing a deep dive on oh, it. So nice. I'm, I'm really okay. looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to to them unpacking that drama because it's yeah. it's a lot. And uh, Grace started as well. Um, I think uh, a couple of days ago, I think she messaged me. She's literally just started. So she's just right at the start. It's so fun. Like you know, when when people start this drama and they go through, I think a little bit of a journey because some of them are like episode one or two they're like I don't really I'm not really feeling this I'm like I know I know but just keep you know at yeah. one at, at point four episode four five it's just suddenly all gonna get a bit real and then yeah. from that point it's like a roller coaster so yeah. you know like yeah. go for it and I didn't start it I started it like right before the second season dropped 
Oh, so I, you didn't need you didn't have I that, didn't have that oh, I did. oh, and, I, and I had gap. watched maybe like 10 minutes of the first episode and then I was like eh, nah and came back and then eventually I was like oh I'll just watch this yeah. and I watched the first episode and I was like okay and then yeah. like second and third and then next thing you know I'm like oh my gosh like what is <laughs> like oh gosh season two starts tomorrow good <laughs> So you didn't have to wait. I know. Yeah. Like I was, I was so in my feels after season after part one. I was just like, yeah. I w- I had a mini hangover actually. So yeah, uh, it was. That, I could it understand. Was, it was that I could understand. Yeah, I remember playing scenes. But anyway, so uh, I got to chat to Grace. Actually, I might do. We might be doing an asks episode on this because it can yeah. it, it links with the Confucius um, kind of set of podcasts we've been doing uh, or we're planning to do, and I love kind of what they did with the Confucian scholars and yeah. that whole kind of kind of mirror to society really of yeah, yeah of of just yeah. yeah so I think um I think it's a great drama to unpack from that point of view as well yeah you have yeah. to talk about um I'm terrible with names but uh Gil Chase friend's husband yes terrible to say, but you know I've I mean. been calling him Ashley is he actually? No, no, no. As in, like, he's the gone with the wind equivalent of right. Ashley because he's just so dull and so undeserving of guilt. Yeah. You know, like, he yeah. will never appreciate the woman that she is. Yeah. And he is just so... But yes. Yeah. I, I actually quite like what the drama did with him at the end. Like, he yeah. was just, just so confused, the poor boy. He was just... Yeah. He yeah. thought he was living his righteous life and then... Yeah. yeah anyway yeah. right and then the fun question that we created at the end for everyone is to have uh you the ability for our guests to create their own drama award so what did you what did you come up with heather well i did too am i am i terrible for just like... no i love i love i love that you keep <laughs> keep jamming in more you give me an inch i take a mile it's like... yeah i like it i like it so i did too so the first one was a bit like the one for me that sort of watch the ending so it didn't yes. stick the landing it sort of watched the landing for me with see you in my 19th life I loved this drama and then at the end I was like what was that <laughs> it just right, sort so of if if you guys haven't haven't seen this drama maybe skip the next 30 seconds but yeah. we like chat let's chat Heather about what you thought about the drama. <laughs> yeah I'm gonna try to be as unspoilery as I can but I just felt like the ending was so nonsensical and it just had so many questions like that doesn't what how huh yeah. what yeah. what and yeah. it kind of let the whole thing down for me honestly it kind of spoiled all of the great things that had been building for the like previous 11 episodes and I just felt like gosh man like that doesn't even make no sense like yeah, it just I know. I, yeah I know. did not really I felt like that was a big disappointment at the end I know. of an otherwise I, really clever drama yeah so yes I, I kind of know what you mean about the the landing for see the 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 ending for see you in my yeah. life felt similarly about the ending of alchemy of souls I was mm-hmm. like this is getting too fantastical like yeah yeah, it just started to lose a bit of sense <laughs> at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you have to make a lot of logic leaps. Yeah, I get yeah. it. So, your second award then? Second award, best love confession, episode eighteen of my dearest. 
And if you know, you know. Honestly, it's one <laughs> of the I things know, like you have to watch it. And especially if you've been on that journey with them, if you have all the context of what it means when she says and then his response. I'm sort of yeah. trying to sort of say all these things without being spoilery, but it, I but honestly, it was like the best love confession. Like it was such a relief to hear him confess in that way. Yes. And for her to unburden herself. So it was just, it was great, man. It was great. I loved it. <laughs> loved it. Loved it. It was. it was. It was really great. So I think uh, the message is you got to go and see. You got to watch my dearest if you haven't yes. started. I also yeah. just as a sort of a side love these love confessions where it's not always I love you. It's sort of saying something deeper, like crash landing on you when they're yes. at the border and he says, yeah. don't run. Oh my gosh. I love that. <laughs> Yeah, it's so true. Yeah. yeah, and then for me as well, because I, I, I probably one of my most problematic things with K drama is some of the beauty standards thing. Uh-huh. So too often, way too often, when um the female lead asks the male lead why does she why does he like her too often the answer is because you're really pretty and that just winds me up something chronic because it's just like well. That's not really her attribute, yeah. right? Like, she's, yeah. just, yeah. she's not just a just, trophy. Yeah, yeah. And, and also, like, that's not, you know, it's just how she was born. It was just like a yeah. genetic lottery, you know? It's yeah, not like actually, yeah. like, the essence of, yeah, anyway. Yeah. That's uh, that's my little, like, uh, soapbox. So your final question then, Heather, what are we manifesting for you in 2024? I would love to have... Hyun Bin and Son Ye Jin back on the screen together in a drama. Let's make it historical. Let's make it epic. Maybe some mistaken identity. Uh, just all the all the yummy tropes <laughs> in a nice love story with high, you know, high intensity drama. And just I just think they work so well together and would love to see them back on the screen together. Yay, that sounds really awesome. I would love I would love for them to be back on screen together too. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, thank you so much for joining us, Heather, for our little chat and to run down of your year end. It was been it's been great. It's been really great. So yeah. So uh as we've been saying, Heather is a part of the Patreon. So if you want to join in conversation with Heather and other people just like her, then uh consider joining Afternoon Delight Patreon. All the details are in our show notes. Okay. All right. Bye, Heather. Take care. Bye. 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 That's it, guys. That's our monster year-end review podcast. Um, and I really hope for those of you who've been watching K-dramas, C-dramas, Asian dramas along with us, that you enjoyed our fun review of the year um, and that perhaps um, you might have picked up some K-drama recommendations to go back to when uh, as we're going to 2024. Um, I definitely know I have. So all that remains for me to say is Happy New Year for everyone. So Xinyan Kuala. And uh, wishing you all uh, a very peaceful holiday season. And um, let's bring on more dramas in 2024. So that seems to be about it for us. And all that remains is for us to say a very sincere thank you for supporting our baby podcast, which only got started earlier this year. 
Um, we've loved every message of support you've sent us and have felt very privileged to be part of this wonderful K-drama community. We'd like to wish you and your families a happy, peaceful, and joyous holiday season and, of course, lots of K-drama time. We look forward to seeing you all in the new year with more fun Afternoon Asks content. So from me, 새해 복 많이 받으세요. 谢谢你们. Thank you for listening. We hope you've enjoyed our pod. Follow us on our Instagram at Afternooner Asks or our website www.afternoonerasks.com. Our network, Studio Afterglow, brings you more podcasts for your enjoyment. To get more K-drama content from a writer's lens and listen to your K-romance guides, check out Afternooner Delight. For any BTS fans out there, Afternooner Army is here for you with thinky, thirsty and over 30 takes of Army life. Or check out It's Bananas, the podcast where we build an appetite for juicy living with your host, Becky Onesta. She explores how tasting new and diverse fruits can lead to self-discovery, joy and connection. And if you want to hang with us and other K-drama fans, do consider joining us on Afternoon Delight Patreon. There are different levels for you to access and it's a lot of fun. Go to www.afternoonadelightpodcast.com to sign up. Finally, if you have any questions for us, please feel free to contact us via our socials or our email, afternoonasks@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We really look forward to hearing from you. Until next time, 下次见!